Hey guys, it's Dr. J. And Apostle Sherman. And we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message. We pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that God has for you. Enjoy the message. Amen. Testing, testing. Well, my microphone uh, sanctified and uh, sanitized. That's hilarious. I somebody said that yesterday, I was just cracking up. You can be seated. Uh, very quickly, my wife couldn't be here today, so I want you to say hello, Karen, on a video. Can you do that for me? You know, I found out my wife is a sanguine, so she likes to talk a lot. And I would come back to my room, and she was not who was there? What did they wear? I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wise papa. I'm going to take a video so she can see it in 14 seconds. <laughs> so what I want you to do is I want you to just say, I'm going to say, hello, Karen. Wish you were in California. How many will do that for me, right? And be enthusiastic, so I don't have to apologize for you. Are you ready? One, two, three. Amen. Thank you, musicians. You can be seated. Uh, where's my clock at? How long do I have, Pastor? 35 minutes, okay. Well, how many ready to hear the voice of the Lord today? I just want to correct something Pastor said when he said I had a father's anointing. Father is not an anointing, it's a nature. Mother is not an anointing, it's a nature. Now, I'm a response preacher, so what I want you to do is shout back at me what I ask you to say. Why? You're going to find your spirit shifting when you do that. Because I want you to have this aggression inside of you. Everybody say, the kingdom of God, kingdom of God is nature-driven. Nature the kingdom of hell, kingdom of hell is nature-driven. Nature the, the house of God is the method of God. The kingdom of God is the message of God. So if you have a message without a method, you're an orphan. And you are defined by what you are a part of. You cannot be family by yourself. You cannot fulfill your destiny by yourself. Now, all through the scriptures, we have typology. We have types and shadows. And one of the greatest types and shadows of God's nature is the house of God. But the house of God is not the structure, the chairs, the organization. The house of God is the relationship. It's a kingdom of relationships. So when David said, I'm going to go to the house, he wasn't going to a building, he was going to a relationship. And so the kingdom of God is defined by these natures. Father nature, mother nature, brother nature, sister nature, son nature, daughter nature. To the kingdom of God, it's nature driven. Now I know a lot of anointed people, but most of them are dysfunctional. When you see their family, when you see the churches they pastor, they have an anointing. But if you don't have something for that anointing to flow into, it turns into corruption. And so today, the shift is going to happen when you begin to see how God designed this thing to work. Now, listen, 
when God started the Jewish nation, the Hebrew nation, no matter what you think about them now, this is after the fall. So chapter one, two, and three, or really one, two, and three and a half, that was God's original design in the book of Genesis. Everything after the third chapter in the book of Genesis is reformation. The whole Bible is reformation. And so when Adam and Eve first started in the garden or the house of God, you know, the word garden simplifies it. So everybody say, people are like plants. Say, people are like plants. Say, my heart is God's garden. My heart is God's garden. This house is God's garden. And if you're in the ministry, you're a gardener. And so many people want a breakthrough when really God's design is a grow through. How many of you had babies that were born with a full mouth of teeth? Anybody have a baby born with a full mouth of teeth? Oh, nobody, nobody had a baby like that. Little demon baby come out of all the teeth right now. Hey. Oh, that, that's something wrong with that baby. Got all them teeth. It don't come out talking. We're not animals. A baby horse starts running the second day, first day. Why? God designed that we have to grow. And so because we got to grow, one of the biggest metaphors are mothers and fathers and shepherds. Now let me tell you why you need the house. Now, not church. Don't confuse the house of God with church. Jesus did not say, I come that you would have meetings of more than more often. Oh, you miss church, but you, did you miss life? That's why some people ain't going back to church because they, they didn't miss anything by being gone. And the longer they were gone, the more they realized, I didn't miss this because there was no life. Now, the spirit of Antichrist is in San Bernardino. Somebody asked me what the spirit of Antichrist is. The spirit of Antichrist means replacement. It means substitute. There are many Antichrists or many substitutes. So Satan always wants to substitute something for what God designed. Everybody say, a wrong definition, a wrong definition. will take you to a wrong destination. A wrong definition will take you to a wrong destination. That's why in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus began to redefine the Ten Commandments. Now, the kingdom of God is what driven? Come on, talk to me. What? The kingdom of God is what driven? Now, it's Sunday morning, so you got to deal with the folks that are here. You get every kind of sheep on Sunday morning. You get Jezebel and her kids. You get uh, disciples. You get apostles. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? So Jesus talked to the crowd and gave them milk and manifestations. If you want to grow your congregation, you're not going to grow it speaking about discipleship. You're going to grow it by talking to the crowd, the 5,000. Jesus had four crowds, the 5,000. The 70, the 12, and the 3. Yesterday was for the 70 and the 12. 
Now, I know that we have a lot of disciples here today, so I'm going to be kind of blended because you're just coming back and you had to sign up for church. So I know there's more disciples here than probably Jezebel's kids. I, I understand that. Everybody say repetition is the mother of all learning. So the kingdom of God is what driven? Is what? So when Jesus taught the disciples to pray, he said, my father. No, he didn't. He said, you ought to, that'll be jumping, shouting ground right there. Say, we in the family, y'all. He said, our father, that's nature driven. So anything that God has, has to filter through natures. So just because you got the word father on somebody's position, doesn't mean they're a father. Just because you got the word mother on somebody's position doesn't mean they're a mother. You see, God designed the principles of God, but they're only as good as the natures they filter through. God designed the principles of God, but they're only as good as the filter of the nature that they are. Does anybody understand this? Now, I understand, I'm, I've been a prophet since the mid-70s where I recognized it. I was a prophet before that, I just didn't recognize it. How many understand that Jesus wasn't always, how many realize that Jesus didn't always realize he was the son of God? He had to come to that awareness. One day he was in a synagogue and they read the scriptures. And the Messiah shall be born in Bethlehem. He went, wait a minute, I was born in Bethlehem. And the Messiah shall come from Nazareth. Wait a minute. I'm from Nazareth. And all these prophecies, and one day he went, whew, I'm the Messiah. Now why is this important? The kingdom is held together not by legislation, but by revelation. You've got to have a revelation. And a revelation is feeling and seeing and knowing the nature of a thing for the first time, even though you've been hearing it for a long time. You get that aha moment, everybody go, aha. Come on, aha. That's what brings people back to the church. What brings people back to the church? Aha. Let me ask you a question. Is tithing a law or revelation? Is tithing a law or revelation? No, it's both. But if I try to get people to give me 10% without a revelation, in their brains, it's a robbery in church. When they say offering time, they tighten up, you ain't getting my money, I ain't coming. Why, they never had the revelation. And this only comes by the Spirit. And so the kingdom of God is what driven? Come on, talk about the kingdom of God is what? Nature. So I'm looking for nature first, ministry second. I got my man Jose here. Come here, Jose. Come on, come, come on stage, bro. I'm going to ask you a very personal question. Jose, do you have breasts? Uh, no. <laughs> hold on now, hold on. Jose, do you have nipples? Yes. Then you have breasts. Okay. If you got nipples, you got breasts. I hear you. 
but you can't be the milkman, can you? No, I can't do that. A wrong definition will take you to a wrong destination. If Jose tried to breastfeed, baby said, I got hair on my teeth. <laughs> The kingdom of heaven is nature-driven. Why am I saying this? Why do I use parables? Listen, if you're preaching to grow a crowd, the Bible said Jesus spoke nothing to the crowd without parables. You can't be that abstract on a Sunday morning because those people don't read their Bibles. They're dumb as a box of unwritten Bibles. I don't know, I don't know. And they got all this conglomeration and confusion in their head. And they have no idea of the real nature of the house of God. But they do know what they don't like. I don't like that. Why? Because there's no life in it. And so I am convinced that the majority of people that are anti-church are anti-something that was a substitute, not the real thing. You're not rejecting the church, you're rejecting the substitute. And a lot of your family members that are going to hell or into some dead religious thing or they're just, they're lost. God designed that they come to faith by being around the family of God. Everybody say converted by contrast. Converted by contrast. You know, I have a relatively new smartphone. And the only way they can make me buy the next generation is to make it have a lot of contrast. And if it doesn't have a lot of contrast, I said, there's no reason to change. And so when people come around the kingdom of God, the house of God, they should see a lot of contrast in the... Everybody say, we're converted by contrast. Say, we're converted by context. And so the context of the kingdom of God and the house of God is family. Not family as a definition, but family as life. And so when you come to the house of God, I should find family. Now you've got to have structure, you've got to have order, but you've got to have the nature of the family. And so as we start talking about this, you've got to understand something. That many place, that many places in San Bernardino, they have the semblance of a church, but they don't have the nature of the church. It, it's kind of more like a business thing. Three fast, three slow. They designed their church for an audience. God did not die for the audience. The audience left him when he was going to be crucified. Is anybody hearing this? Now, here's the thing you got to understand. If you don't have real relationships inside of the family church, then there's something fake about you. Now, you're going to go to heaven, but you can't bring heaven to earth. Everybody say, two crosses in the kingdom. Two crosses in the kingdom. The first cross is the cross that Jesus dies on that takes us to heaven. The second cross is the one his children die on that brings heaven to earth. And so when I get around Christians, I'm looking for the cross life. 
You know, when the Hebrews came out of Egypt, God designed how that they would camp. They had three tribes to the north, three to the south, east and west. So if you had a drone and you looked at the camp, they camped in the shape of a cross. They lived in the shape of a cross. This thing only works if we live in the shape of a cross. And we're so polite in church. We're not prophetic, we're polite. If Jezebel gets up and sing, we don't say nothing about it. We don't want to cause no mess. Everybody say, nice people. Come on, say, nice people. The problem with the church is that we want to be, make it more sarcastic. We want to be what? Nice people. We don't want to cause any confusion. We don't have anybody not like us. We just want to get along and be known as nice people or lukewarm people. If you nice, you won't rebuke Jezebel when she gets in your children. You won't rebuke the pedophile when he gets in children's church. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying today? And so what God is saying today, I want to put my nature back in the house. In the Ten Commandments, when God says, do not take my name in vain, he was really saying, don't take my nature. Don't misinterpret my nature. And you can't find the Father in most houses. They'll sing about the Father, they'll preach about the Father, but they won't let the Father be the Father in the house. Is anybody hearing this yet? And so when you redefine the house of God, it's going to be a lot like what family is supposed to be. Now, what is our problem in brown and black communities? Broken fathers, broken families. I know it's painful, but if you don't acknowledge it, you can't get fixed. If you go to the doctor and you say, hi, doc, how you doing? He says, all right, where's it hurt? I can't tell you. Where do you have pain? I can't tell you. Disrobe, oh, no, you're a pedophile. You're, you're, you're going to molest me or something. I, I can't undress. He said, well, I can't do my job until you undress. I can't do my job until you identify where the pain is. There'll be no change to reveal your pain. And so if you reveal your pain, now you're on the road to healing. You can accept the fact. Papa was a rolling stone. My dad was an adulterer. My mom was a crackhead. Let me just say this. A workaholic is just as bad as an alcoholic on the outcome for the children. A workaholic is just as bad for the outcome of the children as an alcoholic. And so we have a fatherless generation, but nobody in the black community wants to talk about it because it's so painful. You cannot do through legislation what can only happen through a visitation. You never hear a politician, I promise if you elect me, I'll put a daddy in every house. Yes, my friend, I'll just get you a daddy. What kind of daddy do you want? You can't define daddy by laws. Here's another thing, you can't legislate mercy. Mercy comes from the spirit. 
you can legislate behavior but you cannot legislate mercy and God initiated his house by saying the Lord he is good and his mercy endured and then the fire fell what's the name of God's chair in heaven the mercy seat I feel him in the house right now somebody say the mercy seat you cannot legislate mercy it's got to be by the spirit and it has to come by discernment you know there's a couple of scriptures in the book of Proverbs that says this speak to a fool according to his folly and the next verse says don't speak to a fool according to his folly oh, hold on a second hold on a second speak to the fool or don't speak to the fool what should I do it depends on the fool you cannot legislate how to speak to people because they're all different spirits let me ask you a question who had the greater betrayal Judas or Peter who had the greater betrayal Judas or Peter now remember betrayal is based on familiarity Peter Peter had a greater betrayal of Jesus than Judas did he was in the inner circle but Peter was restorable because he wanted to be a son he had the revelation you're the Messiah he had a revelation Ju and so his nature changed Judas was into social justice he didn't want to betray Jesus to get him killed he wanted to provoke Jesus to use his power to overcome the Romans power without apparent nature is always going to have perversion power without apparent nature will always have perversion the kingdom of heaven is what and so a lot of you you're devoid of having been around real spiritual parents did they open doors for you or was it extreme protocol in the name of protocol they don't have to be parents anymore just obey the protocol well he's my spiritual father do you have a cell phone does he take you to lunch do you hang out together or he's just your teacher see the kingdom of God has to change and so we got to understand that the Spirit of God is here to make us a house just because you sit in the church don't mean you're part of the house most people who come to church regularly are just holy hobos. You're a ho hobo. You have no responsibility in the house. You know, when I go to a restaurant and I eat my food when I'm done, I leave the place where they are. But in a house, Mr. Man, you better pick up those dishes, take out the trash. They treat the house of God like it's a restaurant. Somebody say, I don't want to be a holy hobo. So you take holy hobos and nice people, that's a big audience. See, you can't rebuke the guest in a restaurant, but in your house, get your nasty feet up off the furniture. 
the toilet seat down. Don't put the empty orange juice carton back in the refrigerator after you get done. Make that seven walk to the, make that seven step walk to the trash. See, if you're not responsible to be a son and a daughter, you are a holy hobo. Look at your neighbor and say, are you a holy hobo? Little vagabond. Now here is why, here is why you gotta be part of a church with real fathers. Because God pictures us on a journey. And he pictures us on a journey in the Middle Eastern desert environment. See, if you're not on the caravan, if you're not in, if you're not a part of the shepherding flock and something happens and you're by yourself on the journey, you will die. Nobody to help you. If you break your leg and there's not a part, if you break your leg and you're not a part of the journey with the rest of the flock, you will die. If you get attacked by the enemy and you're by yourself on the journey, you will die. And so God is saying, if you're not part of a real house, you will die. This week, in some church, somebody's going to get a cancer diagnosis. But if you don't have a house, who are you going to tell? You have nobody to say. You know, the saddest thing I see in the kingdom of God is when you have a loved one die and you've got to shop around for a church to have their funeral in. Can we bury my daddy in your church? Can we bury my mom in your church building? And nobody comes to the thing. I guarantee you, if somebody dies in this church, you have a lot of people come to this funeral, especially if you was a worker. No deposit, no return. No deposit, no return. There is a difference between faithfulness and loyalty. There is a faithful man, but he's faithful because he's full of shame, condemnation. That's his position. That's how he's seen. And I'm going to be faithful. God, what you're talking about. But loyalty is based on exchanging life. Pastor, you changed my life so much. You healed my marriage. You cast them devils out of me. I'm not faithful, Pastor. I'm loyal. And if you're loyal, you'll be faithful. But you'll be faithful because of life. But that only comes by in nature. That only comes by in nature. Now, very quickly, I want to say this because it's in the news. And I know it's going to shift everything in the message, but that's what prophets do. They have to shift this stuff. Does God believe black lives matter? It's not a trick question. Does God believe black lives matter? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son for everybody, including black people. But here's the problem. Satan's main strategy is to make you a victim. How did Eve become a rebellious person in the garden? Perfect God, perfect husband, perfect environment. She had to have her heart twisted to become a victim. Satan starts off with, has God said, is God good or is God, is God good or is God not good? 
So he got her to think, God's not really good for me. God's not really good. Then he said, see that tree over there? God says, you can't eat that, but you know and I know if you eat it, it will make you better. Satan always pictures sin as an advantage for your goodness. Satan always pictures sin as something that's going to add value to your life. And so they were told, don't eat from that tree. Why? It was the, what was the name of the tree in the garden? The tree of the knowledge of what? Look at your neighbor and say, God doesn't want you to be good. Come on, look at face to face and say, God does not want you to be good. And some of you are saying, what the heaven's going on in this church today? I was, but what was the name of the tree of death? The knowledge of what? So if you eat from the good part of the tree, you will die. Why? Let's define death. Death is to be separated from the Father's interpretation. Death, that's what death means, to be separated from the Father's interpretation. The Father's investigation. The Father's application. The Father's manifestation. So how many of you can see into your fourth generation? How many can see into your fourth generation? Nobody can. So when you make a decision based on your insight, based on your knowledge, based on your based research, it's just good. But God, when he tells you something, he's seeing third generation, fourth generation, fifth generation. So death is not having God to advise you, the father nature. He said, the day you eat from that fruit, you will die. Well, it's a good decision. And we have a lot of that in America today. There's going to be a concert. It's, everybody go, Christian. Go raise your voice and say, Christian. Like there's parentheses that say, Christian. Don't even pray about it. Well, it's Christian. I'm going to go to it. I'm going to buy it. It's Christian. What's the father say about it? What's the father say about it? You see, your diet determines your destiny. And God's going to feed you a specialized diet for your destiny. And if all you understand is, it's good, I like it, it's good data, you're going to miss the Father. See, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life to get to the Father, not just have way, truth, life. It's to get you back. Why? That's where we're broken. So I ask you a question, do black lives matter? Of course they do. But there's a movement right now in America titled Black Lives Matter. But I would encourage every one of you to go read their platform. Now I'm going to read several of them, and you tell me if Black Lives Matter in the kingdom design. All right, will you do that for me? Beware of leaven. Number six on the Black Lives Matter website. We are queer affirming. We are committed to offering a queer affirming network where we gather with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormative thinking or the way God designed, male, female. Or rather, to believe that all the world, that they're heterosexual unless they otherwise state. Do what they're saying. We are against God's design of male, female. We're against God's design. Number seven, we are committed to embracing and making a space for our trans brothers and sisters to participate and lead. We are committed to being self-reflective and doing the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege or male privilege and uplift bland 
and uplift black trans life. That sound like the Bible? What's the kingdom? What kind of kingdom is it? I can't hear you. What? And what the heaven kind of natures are these? Especially black trans women. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, it gets worse. Number 10. We are committed to making our spaces family friendly, quote unquote family friendly, enabling parents to fully participate with their children, and we're committed to dismantling the patriarchal practice or having men as leaders that requires mothers to work double shifts. In other words, we can live without men being men. The kingdom of heaven is what? Oh, it gets worse. Number 11. Listen to me. We are committed, Black Lives Matter movement. We are committed to the disruption of the Western prescribed. We are committed to disrupting the West. <clears throat> we are committed to disrupting the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. What's a nuclear family? Mommy, daddy. So we want to disrupt it. And we want to have villages where everybody raises everybody else's kids. Why? If you're trans and queer affirming, we don't need men. And the kingdom of heaven is what? So when you give the Black Lives Matter or you carry their sign, this is the nature that you're manifesting. Now, does God want Black Lives Matters? Oh, yes. But God is not going to take Black Lives Matter movement that's against his movement. Oh, hold a second. Your movement is a bowel movement. That is not the right movement right there. chapter 16 he says not many days from now you will see the kingdom and six days later he was transfigured on the mountain and there he became bright illuminated and he was overshadowed by the voice of the father that said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased God defines the kingdom as a son daughter nature you cannot transfer or carry his kingdom without being a father and a mother, a brother or a sister, or a son or a daughter. Because the kingdom of heaven is nature-driven. I'm not against Black Lives Matters because they're black. I'm against the Black Lives Matter movement because it's substitute. And they're gonna infiltrate your kids they're going to infiltrate your women. They're going to infiltrate your families and be just like Satan. Has God said? Now remember, principles are only as good as the people that hold them. I feel the Holy Ghost coming in here. Yes, black lives matter so much, Jesus wants to live inside of you. And if Jesus is living inside of you, he's going to reflect the kingdom nature. And if you're male, you're going to be a man. 
If you're a woman, you're going to be a woman. You're going to have that nature. You're not going to be a shim, part she, part him. If I say no shims. You got to stay in your nature. Why? We are converted by contrast. And you cannot do with a message what you could do with the method of putting people in a home. God puts a solitary in homes. God puts a solitary in families. Man, I feel him in this house. Pastor, I want you and your wife to come. How many feel something shifting inside of you? What does Antichrist mean? A substitute. Black Lives Matter, the movement, is not about black lives. It's about a substitute for the kingdom. How many got that? You will never see it the same. Stand right here, Pastor. be a shift in this house that we elevate father more than apostle that we elevate mother more than prophetess that we elevate what you're elevating in the nature realm and God caused her to be such a glory of the nature of God in this place that when they walk in the worship they begin to get convicted about not being in the nature they begin to be convicted about not being a real man or a real woman or a real son or a real daughter. Father, do something supernatural with, there it is right there. Come on, raise the music up. It's coming! Somebody shout, it's coming! Say, it's coming! The most angry Jesus ever got was when he went with the whip. And what did he say? You have made my father's house a den of thieves. A den of thieves was a place of immunity. A den of thieves was a place of immunity where you could be a thief, but nobody challenged your thievery. And we have made the house of God a place of immunity for the wrong actors but not here somebody say not here not here not here not here stretch forth your hand to your pastors when I count to three I want you to begin to go father mother father mother father. are you ready because you can't have family without father and mother are you ready one, two, loud. One, two, three.
can prove he's a good father. No woman can prove she's a good mother until I see her children. Show me your children because of the fruit of your tree. And the only way that we'll know they're real fathers and mothers is when I see the children. When I catch the three begin to scream, you can even come close, don't touch, but begin to scream, we are your children, we are your children, we are your children. One, two, three, do it now. with All Nations San Bernardino. Do not let the uplifting stop here. Join us on Facebook or Instagram for more amazing content. We want to connect with you. And guess what? If you're in town or even out of town, come visit us at All Nations San Bernardino all the way live. <laughs> 